Guys, I got, I got one for you. It's a good one. Ooh, <laughs> and you didn't, and you didn't see right below the screen. You're seeing me. I had little quotes around good, guys. Um, the uh, what did the um, the cannibal killer eat exclusively when he was on a budget? I don't know, Brian. What? what? Ramen. I thought you were going to get that one, Steve. Come on, get it together. Welcome, uh, boys and girls, to a very special little mini show of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Ben. I'm Steve. Yay. The two-time champ, two-time champ, two-time champ. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is. He's not going to let us forget it, guys. Deservedly so. We're back at it. We're back at this son of a bitch again. And we got our old friend Bigfoot Ben. I right had to come back. Us. I had to. I yeah, deserve we, this. So Yeah. yeah. We, we figure if you're going to be part of the showdown episode... Uh, you gotta be part of the punishment episode. Uh, although fair. I will say that Steve was a, a, a right and just champ. He was mm-hmm. a kind, a, a yeah. kind champ this time around. Um, I was a nice so boy. <laughs> you got, you got Steve on his best behavior. Oh, well, <laughs> Normally Steve's making us watch people like flick little pieces of corn and shit <laughs> off of their lips and stuff like that. Like we literally had to watch on the last one. So from yeah, this- you're, from this point forward, if a movie mm. doesn't have dick docking, face sitting, and <laughs> and coming stump penises, I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't care. Why would you? Man? I don't want to see it. Just give me the goods. Oh man, give me the goods. This uh, this movie I knew nothing about. Um, Steve threw it out our way. Uh, uh, no, no spoilers here. You clicked on the dang old episode, guys. We are talking about uh, the trauma uh, modern classic, guys, from 2021, Slashing, colon, The Final Beginning, which is a great, great, <laughs> great. title. The sequel to The Slashing from 2015, I think. Yeah, I looked. I saw it. I actually started. I never seen The Slashing either, uh, but I, I did start to watch it this afternoon as I was as I was eating my ramen, which gave me that ins- inspiration <laughs> oh. for that lovely joke. Mm-hmm. Um, this afternoon, taking a little break from work, eating some eating some lunch, and uh, and started watching it. Obviously, didn't get through it, but uh, boy, howdy, did I just genuinely enjoy this? <laughs> that was so it's, much fun. It's so just much a fun. Dumb fun movie um from from our friends over at Troma. So we'll get into that some bitch here in a second. Get a little bit of insight from from Steve on uh what inspired him to choose this one. Just can't like I said, kind of out of left field. Not not Steve's style normally. His his um punishment is normal. I think actually last time well when when he won the first of these two back-to-back showdown uh uh episodes, I think it was Fuck you guys. I'm about to fuck your life up. I think it was something mm-hmm. along the lines. And this was just a complete uh, uh, left turn, um, left turn in the right direction, if you oh, will. Such a beautiful direction. It was like a little love note he left for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just little smoochies. He mm. put a little lipstick on, put a little smooch, sprayed a little little perfume on the note. <laughs> um, but before we do all of that, guys, we've got a couple other things that we got to do. First of all, do we got some beers We're we're actually uh, we 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 recorded the showdown episode on uh, a, a beautiful Sunday morning. 
Uh, and here we are, middle of the week in the evening. So I'm sure we got some beers. What do we, we got? Definitely have beers. Should I go first? Yeah, go ahead, Ben. What do you got? I don't know if you've heard about this. Have you seen this? Mm. Have you heard about this? Have oh, you seen this? A whole box of logs. <laughs> oh my just, god! That's, that's actually what I'm drinking as well. So we picked the same. Well, but see if we're picking the same. Beer. I actually have two of the beers out of that pack right now. Yeah. What do you got? Um, what am I drinking? The Pilsner. It's fantastic. Pilsner. Ooh, love me that Pikeland Pils. Yep. Love and if me I that can, uh, if I can put down, what did I drink? I think I drank three beers over the course of our <laughs> nine a.m. Sunday morning <laughs> recording. Yeah, <laughs> I can do some damage to this, to this, uh, this pack right here. Well, right well, now. they're all they're all sub five percent. One of them's even sub four, except for when you get to that Mybach. That's the one's gonna catch you in the butt. Mm, surprise. That's the one that I have here beside me. That's my second one right now. Um, so uh, Ben and I are drinking from the same pack here. Uh, hashtag EMP guys, Sly Fox, Box of Logs, a logger centric variety pack. That was just my baby. Um, I, I um, <laughs> very proud of, very proud of that creation. Um, As you should be. And uh, Bohemian Gold is what I'm drinking right now, which is Pikeland Pills is just a beer that I fucking love and drink uh, almost every single day. But uh, boy, howdy, that Bohemian Gold. Uh, like I said, it's almost a full percentage point lower. Um, and wow, uh, I could just drink an absolute thousand of those. Mm. Um, we have it on side pour, side pull uh, font at the uh, at the brewery in Pottstown. And um, going out there this week, we got our Bachfest and goat race. And uh, oh, it's coming up. I'm going to drink a damn thousand of them, just a damn thousand of them. But I'm going to drink the Maybach next. So I'm warming up, warming mm. up. For those of you who are listening, the goat race is already over. Yeah, it's already over. And, it, and even if it's not, it's sold out. So you can't go anyway. <laughs> don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't it's worry. not for you. Never mind. <laughs> you can't come. You can't come, no matter how much you want to. Actually, that's not true. People, uh, this happened last year because last year was the first time we ticketed it. You know, we actually sold tickets as opposed to just like letting it be a crazy free for all with 8,000 people. And, uh, it sold out last year as well. We upped the tickets significantly this year. It sold out again, which is great. But inevitably, there will be some aftermarket people trying to scalp tickets like the day of and trying to gouge people on them and shit, mm. which is yeah. lame. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like I said, you can't come anyway. It's sold out. So yeah. too bad. Not for you. You snooze, you lose, you bitch. Ah! <laughs> I wish I was going. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it's going to be a blast. I'm going to um, have to recover for a month afterwards. <laughs> Steve, what uh, what are you uh, drinking over there? I'm not drinking Sly Fox. Oh, lame. Because, you know, it's an episode right after I win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a little celebrating. <laughs> and so it's time for So oh, no, Juice Steve. It's So Juice Steve. Oh, <laughs> see, he was being nice, but now he's wow. going to turn into old Johnny Strode, start wh- drinking soju and <laughs> calling us bastards and <laughs> slapping us across the face. What kind of, what is that? Was that plum that I, what I saw on the label there? What is it that? Is, no, this is the Soon Hari Apple ah, Mango. Apple Mango. Ooh, that Ooh. sounds good. That's an interesting combination. Uh, apple mango yeah i don't think yeah. i've ever had anything apple mango flavored it tastes i mean it tastes like soju and cider so mm. yeah oh, it's man. enjoyable this, you know what we should probably do we should probably have a conversation steve about how we're gonna we need to make a, a soju beer i'm gonna just do a little oh, uh, yeah. a little uh, wow. uh a little note to myself here um mm. 
apple mango soju beer, soju sour. Mm. I'm just happy I was here for the idea. (laughs) Figure that out. Figure that Mm. out. All right, guys. Inspiration's just popping off over here. That's what trauma does to us. Hell yeah. Do we have anything else we got to take care of? We're going to do a little spinny wheel situation. We got to spin the wheel. Let's spin that son of a bitch and wheel. And let me get a, (laughs) I grabbed a pencil, my only writing utensil near me, and then I launched it across the room uh, somehow. So let me see if I can grab another writing utensil while you spin that wheel so we can jot down what this is going to be. And I'll explain real quick while Steve brings up that old spinny ass wheel. So as we talked about, Steve won back to back showdown episodes. What the fuck is a showdown episode? Well, on the first Monday of every month, for those of you who are new, first of all, pause. Fuck you. Fuck you. Where you been? We've been doing this for almost two years. You've been sleeping on it? How dare you? They were probably waiting on How TikTok. Is probably what they were doing. <laughs> they were waiting to get that inspiration from the talks and the ticks. <laughs> Keep waiting. Um, but yeah, so what happens is every Monday, uh, I'm sorry, every first Monday of the month, we do a showdown episode. The week before it, uh, or several weeks before it, actually, um, we have a big old spinning wheel with a whole bunch of topics that were suggested from our social media friends and listeners. Some of them we put on there. We spin that wheel three times. We get three different topics. Then we put those out on the social medias in, a, in, in the form of a little quizzy or a little uh, uh, you pick situation on the Instagrams and the Twitter. You pick up. Of those three, which one you want to hear us talk about, once we land on one, we each pick a film associated with that topic. Maybe it's a subgenre. Maybe it's something like last time when we did uh, Before They Were Stars kind of situation. Anyway, we land on a topic, we each pick a movie, and then during that first Monday of the month, we do a little showdown where we argue about it and all that types of shit. We vote. Someone gets DDT'd. Someone catches a diamond cutter onto some rocks or something like that, onto the onto the the, the smooth uh, cement floor of the back room. We're breaking you know tables and plates over each other's head and then eventually somebody takes home that son of a bitchin championship strap for the month steve's taken home twice in a row now uh i propose that we bring his reign of terror to an end uh, let's see if we can do let's see Sounds if we like can do idea. that um tell us steve what is the first option for what your ultimate demise will potentially contain and this one could actually get me yeah. Uh, it's found footage. Yes. I love a found footage. Steve, me too. Steve, not a found footage guy. Oh, love found footage. Um, this one could get me. <laughs> yeah. I love me a found footage. I know a lot of found footage movies, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be real tempted to pick a, uh, a real shitty one because I like shitty found <laughs> footage movies. And as we've established on this podcast, I'm my own worst enemy. So <laughs> we will see what happens with that. Found footage. First off, I like that. I like that. Um, okay. We've done quite a few found footage movies already uh, that have fallen into other topics or or just, you know, as they come out or whatever. So, all right. Yeah. What's next? So this one, I'm not quite clear on. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you know it if you added it. It's Neo Monster Flicks. Neo monster flicks so i think we're talking about something that's like in the vein of like a kaiju but also more like the 1950s 1970s but they're done today is that what we're talking about okay yeah maybe like just modern yeah that was not my topic i wonder where that one came from neo monster flicks yeah so i'm thinking like like a probably a good example in my Mm -hmm. mind at least 
mm-hmm. is there was that new film from Thailand that just came out called The Lake. Okay. And it's like it's not a it's not a city sized kaiju, but mm-hmm. it's more of like a big monster. It's done practically. Mm-hmm. And it's like I think it's because I haven't watched the whole thing, but I think it's so. It's like a modern a modern monster that doesn't that that maybe takes some some cues from classic monsters, but it but are you know not uh, well, you know we'd have to establish what the time yeah. frame to establish. Get, you know we have to establish what the time frame yeah, is. The, the host is probably a better. The host Ooh, is, yeah. is the first thing that came okay. to mind for me, and that's a unique monster. I know it's it's obviously a, it's a sea monster of sorts. It's mm-hmm. not that radically different than everything else but it's not like a mummy movie right, right? or a where or a dang old werewolf or a dracula it ain't one of them yeah i think maybe if this one gets picked mm-hmm. we maybe put off like put like a cutoff date mm-hmm. of like maybe it has to be after 1990 okay because i'm thinking of like all the kaiju movies and all the like the early sci-fi you mm-hmm. know thing from another planet that kind of shit yeah like keep all that out so it has to be because yeah. it says neo so it's like mm-hmm. neo like new yeah new <laughs> yeah yeah i immediately for whatever reason now this is this is a little bit older but i immediately thought of a pumpkin head you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. that's like a I little would... bit of a different monster that doesn't oh. have its roots in doesn't have its roots in either folklore or you know um atomic age or anything mm-hmm. like that i started i started thinking of like uh deep rising the relic mimic mm. All of those. Oh yeah, the relic. That's that was that's a great one as well. Yeah. That's a great one. Okay, Neo Monster Flicks. I like that. That's, that's that sounds like a fun topic. Uh all right, what's what's number three? Okay, wheels going. It's a going. Mm-hmm. And number three. I'm really sad there's not an actual wheel. I always envisioned in my mind as you guys were, Well, there is what there it's is on an the actual computer. wheel. <laughs> I'll show I'll show it to you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just so yeah. just so you feel like you've never been cheated yeah, or anything. Just for like a true fan experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is number three. <laughs> There it is. It's number three. Oh, God, yes. Redneck shenanigans. Mm. That is a treat because the best thing about redneck shenanigans is we've already done a bunch of the most famous ones. Mm -hmm. We've done our our Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I think we even did Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, didn't we? Uh, Um, Maybe not. No, we did the brand new one as like a mini-sode. Oh, that sucked. But I, I think we just talked about tech. No, because didn't I pick Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because didn't we talk about the maybe not? Maybe I'm no, we've definitely this. talked about two at different times because yeah. we like two and it's so right. different from one. But yeah, no, we haven't done it. OK. All right. All right. So uh, redneck shenanigans. That'll be a, that'll be a fun one. We could go, uh, you know, like some, wrong turn. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe 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 a, uh, if the if the hills were to have eyes, that mm-hmm. would be a good topic. Hypothetically, That's, the, yeah. hypothetically yes. that would be an example. <laughs> All right. I like that. I like that. Um, OK. So just to recap the potential topics for holy shit. Our showdown episode we are going to be talking about for fucking uh, 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 June. Holy oh. shit. It doesn't even sound right. Um, it's pretty much Halloween, guys, by that time. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> June is pretty much Halloween. Um, we're, we have the options of uh, found footage, Neo monster flicks, and redneck shenanigans. Oof, those are all 
three three bangers Love for you in June. Um, so if you want to vote, keep your eyes out on the social medias and the old stories on the Instagrams or on the Twitters. We'll put that out there for a vote for you in the coming uh, days. And then you can select uh, what or you can contribute to selecting what that is going to be. If you got topics to suggest for us that you want to put on that big old spinny wheel that Ben just saw, um, send us our way in the DMs, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, DS, DM us a potential topic. We're always adding to the wheel as uh, as you suggest topics for us. Or even if you have a mini so topic, you got some new movie coming out that you heard of, you got something out, whatever, send it our way. Uh, very well might become a, a, a mini so that very week, you guys. All right. Um, we got the beers. We got the wheels out of the ways. So. Steve, talk to us about uh, talk to about this quote unquote punishment movie you uh, you, you handed us. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, I was going to be nice this time, partially because you know Ben was on as a guest, and I, I don't try to be mean to the guests, but also because <laughs> it's two wins in a row, and I, that's always been my pattern. I always mm-hmm. do nice on the second time. This is the way to ingratiate myself to everybody. Yes. This is how they it's know. It's called, guys, it's That's called smart. gaslighting. Yes. That is what that is. Yes. It's definitely some form of abusive codependency. Yeah. <laughs> in which it's I, called gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, I need people to. I didn't do, guys, I'm nice. Why do you always think about the mean things I do? I do nice things too. Right. That's Steve, that, that's my Steve impression. Yeah. Let me keep winning and I'll keep doing nice things and you'll <laughs> never you have to. If you make me lose, then you get mean, so do Steve. <laughs> then bad things happen to you. <laughs> Poop things happen to you. <laughs> I know. It's always bodily functions. Although this there was one, some, body, yeah, yeah, there yeah, was some butt the, stuff in here, too. You got some stuff happening in this one, but it's all uh, comical. It's not. Right. It's not. Um, no. All it's not good fun. Yeah. 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 So like I said, at the end of the last episode, you know, I, I, I had to think about it for a second and what I knew I wanted to do. I wanted to do a trauma movie because I don't think we've done a trauma movie yet. And no, we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and we I think we've even talked about doing we always end up talking about uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man for whatever right. reason. But we <laughs> I don't think we yeah, we never really talked to any trauma movies. Yeah. And, and our I love our fans. But unfortunately, none of them vote in mass enough to ever pick full moon features or trauma films when they come up on the wheel. No, they, yeah. they always get shot down. They always run into another just monster topic mm-hmm. or or just get outvoted in general. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I decided we're finally going to do a trauma movie. But this one is it's not a full trauma movie because it's not directed by Lloyd Kaufman. It's distributed by trauma and Lloyd does appear in the movie. So mm-hmm. there's you, know, you get I those, think he gets a producer credit. Too, yeah, he's, he? yeah, he's a producer yeah. on the film. Yeah, yeah. So, as you already mentioned, this is a sequel. Uh, it was originally promoted as Slashing Two, but I think because the first Slashing wasn't put out by Troma, I don't mm. think it was distributed. I think it was distributed uh, like independently. Okay. And then this one, they they got a little bit of Troma money, I think, to you know ah. produce and then distribute. So, yeah, that's why this one. I think it lost the two because it's still on the IMD poster, IMDB poster of Slashing 2. Okay. But it's Slashing the final beginning. You don't need to really see the first one. Uh, you get, there is a lore connection between the two of them. Uh, but yeah, 
you don't have to see the first one. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a first one until after I finished this one. And it started didn't to play next on the first one. And then it started to play next on, on Tubi. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay. And then yeah. I went back today and started watching a little bit of it. But I probably only watched the first like 15 minutes. Although one of the first scenes and one of my favorite things about this movie is the music, the made like the made up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, joke music. And the first movie I got <laughs> uh-huh. into and they were doing like a like kind of a Taylor Swift like uh, a parody ish type of uh-huh. thing in the first one. And it was, it was pretty fucking funny. Um, but that's about as far as I got before I had to apparently do work. That's a thing. Boo. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Both movies though, they were written and directed by Brandon Basham. It may be Bassam, but I'm going to say mm. Basham cause that's cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if it is Bassham, he wishes it was Basham. Right. <laughs> yeah. He probably doesn't correct people who say Basham. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. Um, That's a fucking sick wrestler name. Right? Yeah. The Basham Bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Generally, you're not going to find a lot of people that you recognize in the film, in the cast. Uh, it's you know, mostly New York people and a lot of people from the UCB, the, uh, you know, the Upright Citizens Brigade. You know, mm-hmm. it's from their uh, improv school, which is why yeah. generally mm-hmm. this movie is so funny. Because it, it has is very funny. You can tell everyone involved are actual comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They're they're comedians, whether they be actors, improv or stand up, they have some mm-hmm. sort of comedic chops. And then you can also tell the the main scene where a lot of the things occur in the group session. Mm-hmm. Like because everything's black, I'm gonna guess hundred percent that's the UCB theater. That- oh, probably. <laughs> like and, and and a lot of these those scenes actually do like play like it is a little sketch or monologue mm. i mean it almost the movie in a way almost just feels like a collection of sketches a little bit yeah yeah it really does <laughs> and yeah. then so brandon basham got his uh start at ucb he was and mm. he's also less listed as a director for a lot of the credits for the ucb shorts mm. so anything that you saw on their uh youtube page or anything he may or may not have directed but more than likely gotcha. did yeah yep so the slashing the final beginning it starts in a house and i feel Mm -hmm. like this film reminded me a lot of carousel it did it really gave me carousel (laughs) vibes yeah and um it almost i almost was expecting um uh premium steve to show up right (laughs) and and uh and coincidentally uh i my my copy of uh shingles the movie showed up uh, today in uh, in the old the old mailman brought it so uh, yeah i was like wait felt like felt like steve is gonna pop up at some point yeah definitely does but yeah, yeah it starts at a house party uh much similar to the way you know carousel has its house party and it begins with a character like telling the story of this is the house of the long island slashing <laughs> and <laughs> it, it's a very comedic scene overall but it like mm-hmm. basically he tells the ghost story and then like everybody's freaked out and then they start making fun of the one girl who's the most freaked out and <laughs> like starts listing off all the terrible things that could happen to them of like <laughs> yeah they're like like she's locked up what do you think she's gonna get out and come here and then seek revenge on the people (laughs) in the house like all these like basically tropes or tropes that seem extremely likely to happen yeah oh do you think the ghosts of the victims are gonna come haunt you and terrorize you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah the everybody is 
breaking off for after the ghost tale and the one character Zed, he goes to the basement for beers. Someone get, needs a beer. Gets him a nice six pack of Narragansett. <laughs> yeah. It's a Gansett. It's not a set. You know what? I, 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 one thing I'll say I'm disappointed of a little bit is to see a Gansett show up and then I didn't get any Quint. I didn't hear any Quint references. Mm. I mean, you know, that's 100 percent the only reason that beer still exists. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that and yeah. Orioles games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's 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 not a good beer. It's like a very cheap, you know, it's a mediocre, fi- you know, it's fine. But, you know, the only time I'm ever getting a Gansett is because I want to pretend that I'm Quint. Yeah, that is really the only reason from Jaws. Is that what we're from, talking yeah, about? From Jaws, from yeah, from Jaws. Yeah, yes. oh, that is shit. the beer. That is the beer Quint uh, consumes in Jaws. I had no idea. That's why yeah. that thing is so popular. Also, mm-hmm. I just made the mistake and said it was because of Orioles games. But no, that's National Bohemian. Oh, that's Natty Bo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but uh, uh, Gansett is more. Um, that's Connecticut. That, uh, that's New England. Yeah, I was going to say you see that basically Jersey Shore and up mm. kind of thing. Yeah, we, you, we get some out this way, but yeah. yeah. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Their their lemonade thing is fucking terrible. Yeah, isn't it like the it's like Dell something yeah. or whatever? Yeah. I don't remember. It's fucking terrible. It's the lemonade version of the of the Iron City iced the, tea. The Turner's tea thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way of putting it. It's just tastes really sweet and really not real Mm-mm. at all. Yeah, and like shitty malt liquor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Zed gets some Gansett and then he gets his head cut off. <laughs> so that's what he gets yeah. because <laughs> yeah, hiding in the quick. shadows is sack face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old burlap I, sack. I was not expecting sack face. That was it looked like a like a like a Mr. Potato Head was mm-hmm. like melted down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that threw me for a loop. It was a cross between Sackhead Jason, um, the guy from uh from uh, the the town that dreaded sundown, mm-hmm. and 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 one of those ghosts from like the eighties and nineties that like are just like a plastic ball with a little bit of like uh like a little bit of sheet over it that just right. go like ooh <laughs> like the way it's the just laying forth, yeah. over his head yeah. yeah yeah it's so loosely applied to his head it also just kind of <laughs> looks like a shitty scarecrow from Batman yeah yeah true yeah. that's true too yeah. yeah it's got that same texture yeah but yeah. It, like you said, Brian, it's a reference to all of those old, just like simple killers when they just wore a bag over their head. Mm-hmm. Um, old sackhead Jason and the like. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he, basically the next couple minutes is just him going through and killing everybody in the house. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. like they're in, done in comedic sketches. Uh, ben already brought one up of like the dick docking <laughs> yes, between the gay couple. <laughs> Yeah, that that was a great one. And even before that, the consent scene, like, so the consent scene. So this is a trauma movie, and like anybody who understands the sensibilities of trauma, they, you know, in their long and storied history as an, you know, independent, uh, you know, producer of horror movies, um, they, they, their whole thing is they want to be transgressive, and whatever is the 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 norm, whatever is the social norm, whatever is the like, the thing that would be more socially acceptable they're gonna go after the complete opposite of that so there's a lot of send-ups in this to like people who are it's it's a lot of like the worst type of people in modern society Mm -hmm. um and verbalities of themselves yes so it's like very caricatures of people who are trying to be like like ultra pc or like a lot of take-ups of of like 
uh, like social media culture or like people who pretend to be like allies for, uh, mm -hmm. you know, LGBTQ or people of color or whatever, but then they're like ultimately just kind of in it for themselves mm -hmm. or whatever. And in this instance, it's like these two insufferable douchebags that are so self-satisfied with themselves for just going over the top to ensure that both of them have consented to a nauseating degree before having sex. Yeah. And <laughs> this is kind of the first part, first time you kind of get the sense that there's a lot of improv actors in this because the as the joke goes on they stop and do the entire alphabet backwards as like a drunk <laughs> test but that's like a, that's a, really, that's a very like really an improv dumb. exercise of like we're gonna do this <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah, at exact same yeah, speed yeah, and get yeah, it right yeah, you know <laughs> you could tell those two have performed on stage together many times right. yeah yeah they were really good yeah yeah they were very funny though the, yeah. the alphabet thing it doesn't sound that funny but it, they really it is i was i i lulled i lulled yeah. several uh -huh. times yeah. during the uh -huh. scene so <laughs> so yeah they they get killed and then he stabs them both in the back right. of the neck and then makes them kiss, kiss blood into right. each other's <laughs> mouth it's <laughs> it's, it's so silly it's just yeah it like yeah on top of on top of like a lot of the social satire there it's also just looney tunes gimmicks like, oh yeah it's, it's straight it's, up just gags yeah it's kind of the best of both worlds yeah. Um but yeah. The the docking scene <laughs> I it it we're five minutes in and there's two guys in the basement and they're like getting beers and then they're just like the one guy is really horny that they're in a murder house and he's like, all right, like <laughs> get your dick out. And the other guy's like, all right, fine. So they just start like, and then he's like, Ooh, you're uncircumcised. And he's like, yeah, is that okay? He's like, oh yeah, that's fucking <laughs> is that great. Okay? Is that okay? Can I stick my dick in your foreskin kind of thing? Yeah. And then the other guy's like kind of weirded out, but he's kind of into it. But it's, yeah. yeah he's, and, like the other guy just <laughs> desperately just wants to get fucked regularly and like the other guy is like trying to bring about all the weirdest things of like yeah let's he's dock. like the d-gen like yeah. the oversex d-gen and the other guy's just trying to get laid kind uh -huh. of thing yeah he's just like let's talk don't blink look in my eyes right I'm that was the thing he's like donor. don't blink or i'll go soft <laughs> yeah, that was like oh, don't blink or i'll go soft and the guy's like okay yeah and then Sackface shows up in the basement and shoots them in their tied dicks with a with a nail gun and i was i was so upset that they didn't give you like the payoff shot of just like i know a nail between two prosthetics or something great yeah come on guys we we get mangled dicks later just just show us two dicks nailed together that's all that's we all want I'm asking, the same guys. dick because it rips apart right. it could have been you had you know two dicks ripping uh, apart and then second dick done. i don't ask for a lot <laughs> but i but do I, ask for I a re-edit <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a George Lucas special edition where they do the yeah. <laughs> but the uh the other guy in this in this like sequence that really cracks me up is I think he's the guy who told the story at the beginning. He is. Yeah. And he's just like an absolute douchebag. I don't remember what his name is. I think it's Greg. Greg, yeah, but but that. he's trying to talk to his like he's trying to be this pretentious guy like talking about wine. Yeah. And He's been, he was in France. He knows what well, that that was the line I really like. The whole thing is like, OK, you get it. Like he's he's funny and everything. But the line is, I've been to Paris. You can't fool me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. that's a good line. You guys come out. Come on. I've been to Paris. You can't fool me. 
<laughs> yeah. And you see him like messing with the wine bottle in the background. He's flipping it upside down, trying to like shake out the right. cork or something. Yeah, you can tell he like broke off the cork or uh-huh. some, yeah. fucked it up somehow. And then the other one was, come on, guys, we got to drink this wine before it expires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just like a fucking pretentious asshole. Doesn't know, yeah. you know, anything, but. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. good character. This movie was so fun. Yeah, but he yeah. he, so he goes through kind of the classic Halloween uh, haunted house scene of he's mm-hmm. ripping sheets off bodies, and then he rips mm-hmm. a sheet off just mm-hmm. like a coat rack, and he goes, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> and then sees the bodies yeah. next to it, and like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing with like trauma movie." And this, like, even if this isn't like a, a full on trauma, like written, you know, is it has very trauma sensibilities. Mm-hmm. I would say it's a little bit more. I think it's more restrained. Yeah, a little bit, you know, but but it is like it's restrained in that it's not as much like physical gags. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of just jokes on jokes on jokes, right. like more dialogue driven jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's more restrained in like you're saying it's like it's not physical gags. There's not like a lot of blood geysers going off like you'd right, see no. in like Toxic Avenger and shit. So, yeah, that's what I mean by physical. Yeah. It's not a bunch of like crazy gore effects and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They, I mean, there's you some, get a little bit some, of it, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, like the bong, you know, that's a that's a trauma one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, th- this is like your cold open and the, it ends with a match gag. And then uh, that's funny, too. We cut to we we cut to Madison, who's going to be our protagonist. And we go to a a kind of a self-help uh and this is t- this ties to renfield because it's, yeah, it's a, like a support group yeah, it's yeah. a support group for people who have had bad terrible things happen to them and mm-hmm. so uh the character in this pat who is burned and has one eye he was in the original slashing as well so that mm-hmm. that's one of that's one of the ties to the uh to the first uh first film and then we yeah. go through we go through a lot of stories of like what happened to people and like it kind of sets them up. Awesome stories. Great amazing. stories. <laughs> so some of them are like, you know, the one guy's just like, oh, my son died. Yeah. And then the other guy's like, did he? Are you, like, he, are you sure your son died? Like his whole thing is like perceptions, reality, bro. Like he's the stoner guy. Mm-hmm. So he's doing it like, but the, oh man, the, the, I was cackling at the delivery boy thing oh which, yeah you know becomes a big part of the movie but yeah that, and that's part of the first film as well like Matt, madison's story is that her father owned a pizza shop and <laughs> the, his pizza shop was the one that was sending the pizza boys to the original long island slashing and this is this also kind of reminds you of Karis hell because of you know mm-hmm. joe the pizza guy <laughs> But yeah. yeah, all the pizza guys that showed up at this house in the original, they all get killed. And so it apparently drives her father into a depression. And then that depression causes him multiple suicide attempts. <laughs> and she keeps walking. Oh. So first of all, it was I had not seen the first one. And I think it made the joke hit harder mm-hmm. because yeah. she's explaining it. And I didn't even know there was a first movie. Right. So I'm thinking this is all made up backstory, which makes it even funnier. Mm. And his, her, his name's like Papa Stagnelli or something. Yeah. Um, so he's like this pizza magnate, you know, type of guy or whatever. But like her just standing up there and earnestly explaining that <laughs> he sent a pizza boy and he got murdered. 
Um, so he sent another pizza boy and another and another. And it's just like this, you know, it's a Looney Tunes bit. But I didn't realize that that actually happened in the first movie. So, like, uh, Papa Staganelli is not mm-hmm. in the first movie. Mm. It's just the pizza boys are getting killed. So they just show it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's they just they keep coming. Yeah. There's a lot of pizza boys that show up and get killed, but they don't they don't have this other backstory. This was created for the film. So I think that's still why oh, gotcha, that's gotcha. why it's so effective. But yeah, just a, just a quick note on this. I was doing research just to see if I recognized anybody, you know, or like where else I could see them. Mm. And I went on to the, uh, the actor who plays Papa Staganelli. His name's mm-hmm. Rob Weber. And in his credits, he has Glenn Danzig in a UCB comedy short. <laughs> oh my, he played Glenn Danzig? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you know what this guy looks like, if you watch this movie, that's very funny yeah. to imagine this guy. He just looks like, you know, I would say like Midwestern older dad. Yeah. Like, that's uh-huh. just what he looks yeah. like. Um, and, and the joke is that he keeps like he sucks it. It's like obviously a dark joke, but it's really he sucks at killing himself. Right. <laughs> he his, shot himself through the cheek. His daughter keeps walking in on his, <laughs> his la- like attempts. his just botched his suicide attempts. And she's like traumatized by it. But then over time, she's getting like more annoyed almost by it. So like yeah. she walks in and then he fucks up. She's like, and that really made him hit rock bottom. <laughs> well, like she's she's annoyed by the time he takes all of her like birth control as a way to overdose. Her UTI pills. Yeah, like UTI yeah, yeah, pills, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just annoyed by that. <laughs> and then ultimately he tries to hang himself. But all that does is just get him into autoerotic asphyxiation which gives him a new reason to live like a yeah, new lease on totally life he's happy finally yeah. and then he actually kills himself by <laughs> <Yeah>. accident <laughs> uh, that was great I, it really was I just wanted to back up for a second because even though all that I think the funnier one for me was Viv and Bex the girls the girls oh, yes yeah. just yeah. because you could tell that was a full yes and with how mm-hmm. they can it keeps getting worse I don't understand yeah. <laughs> keeps getting worse as it goes on and yeah they're like the spoiled rich white girls that are like yeah yeah yeah, they're just spoiled rich white girls and like they they're doing the annoying voice and they're like we don't even deserve the behalf we got (laughs) we got into an accident because we're going down on each other but that was trent's idea (laughs) and trent is in a coma now but he should be in these meetings (laughs) it's just like what the and like fuck? no one knows who Trent is. No. You know what I mean? They're just like referencing somebody we don't uh-huh. know. And they apparently are like, we did <laughs> what did she say? Something like I'm trying to remember. She's like, we got charged with vehicular homicide, which is like stupid because it sounds like we killed a car. But we did it. It was an old man crossing a road. <laughs> right. <laughs> just yeah, I just love that whole sequence of how it keeps getting worse and worse as they play off each other. So. <laughs> yeah, and then they're pissed at her the one girl's dad for not getting them off the hook. Oh, yeah. Your for dad is a lawyer. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, from here, though, kind of the, the film, like you mentioned earlier, Brian, it breaks down into just like a series of skits. And it's mm-hmm. just the people of the support mm-hmm. group inviting Madison to go somewhere. Madison goes somewhere, then that person dies. <laughs> yeah. And like a whole bunch of weird, dumb shit happens, and then that person dies. Yeah. And then and Madison is yeah. evidently f- flung back to her apartment to sit in the tub because that's where she feels safe. <laughs> yeah. She sits to her in the tub. 
I love that. We'll talk about this, but I love that they sh- shoot these tub scenes or it's in just an insanely small bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like Ugh. it's, you know, it's, it's literally like, it's, it's almost a, uh, like a powder room size bathroom. And there's always like three to four people in the room. Yeah. And like, it's grimy. And it's like, yeah. so it's like brown everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this you can is, tell it's just somebody's apartment exactly. bathroom. Yeah. 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 This is how, you know, it's a true New York bathroom and not mm-hmm. some, bullshit like in uh, the midnight meat train where there's plenty of room to get cameras and everything <laughs> no they, they are literally all squeezed into this tiny ass like four foot by six foot bathroom right. <laughs> and they're in there and this is where she feels safe yeah. she's talking with i guess her other that's roommate. Her, yeah that's her other roommate and, yeah and yeah. then the the third roommate comes in and she just wants to fuck the shower and every time she's like, right. god damn it i just need a shower get out of here get out of here couch. but then they get mad we'll and they're like, for it. and then they get mad and they're like fuck you this is where i feel <laughs> safe <laughs> you gotta watch it because the joke's not going to translate obviously but i love the uh one of the guys who's in the group invites uh, Madison to come see his shitty band. And then there's oh. just a whole scene of basically just so talking good. about how lame people in bands are. Yeah. <laughs> but but specifically like this, like kind of Americana style, like it's a Mumford and Sons rip off. It's the Lumineers because they're just yeah, doing hey over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They call themselves a folk rap rock Zydeco experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's it, it's a good bit. Like I said, I'm not going to explain the gags, but yeah, the one j- song is just them just going like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. And then there's and then there's a uke breakout. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, that was Link, and then Link gets his head bashed in with a uke. <laughs> no, Link, Link's the stoner. Is is Link the stoner? Yeah, because I wrote down the line when he goes to the support group and he's always trying to get everyone to do DMT with him. Mm. So he uh. like the one guy's the douchey guy who thinks he's like a musician, but he's just, you know, an uncreative fucking dork. And then Link is the stoner guy who thinks that he, you know, has transcended reality kind of thing because he does DMT right. and mushrooms and stuff all the time. But the joke was he's sitting there just just word vomiting out all of his nonsense um to the murderer and doesn't even like isn't even observant enough to realize there's a fucking murderer and a mask beside him but one of the things he says i wrote down is like i'm always like guys you know let's do dmt together and they're like i'm a recovering addict or they're like uh-huh. they're always like fuck off and die link <laughs> <laughs> But just telling somebody to fuck off and die is just such a great insult. (laughs) It's like eat shit and die or fuck off and die are just great insults. Which you can definitely imagine it with this kind of character because, again, he's just so insistent that everybody do drugs all the time. And then Mm -hmm. he's also the he's also the one that questioned the reality of that guy's son dying in the beginning. Yeah, that's what I thought. (laughs) Yeah, he's just chiming in shit about like like he he's almost like if they're the lumineers he's kind of maybe like a joe rogany type yeah. you know maybe or at least something. a joe rogan fan is what he is uh, yeah a joe rogan fan like he's not a meathead but he's definitely like this uh you know what is reality and he's talking about how you know our bodies naturally create dmt so it's like it's natural we should be all doing it and he even says something like like it's like sucking your own dick or something. 
This is great for such a stupid, great analogy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, this is where we get probably one of the more trauma-esque kills in that the the killer shoves his head right through the bong and the Mm -hmm. bong comes out the other end and then the killer obviously takes a smoke out of it. (laughs) He pulls a rip off the bong. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's that's that I could see that in a trauma or or a or a, a full moon feature, mm-hmm. you know, type of situ- situation mm-hmm. even. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely good. Uh, the next the next skit you get is the so there's another character and he is a quote feminist. <laughs> but he's love that guy. He's yeah. super obnoxious and you can tell he's just trying to have sex with all the women in the support group. Yeah, he's like a full-on fucking predator. Yeah. But he's masked as this like ultra feminist. And he, he even says something I didn't even write it down, but it was something that I remembered. It was like, I don't think until there's a female president, I don't think men should be allowed to orgasm. Or it, or was, something or, like that. it was men shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to penetrate. <laughs> Oh yeah, men yeah. shouldn't be allowed to penetrate vaginas until yeah. there's a female president. Yeah. Like he just says shit like that all the time because he's just trying to, he's 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 just trying to hook up with women in the in the Anybody. sport, group. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just trying to hook up, and but like everything he does is still just standard guy, but prefaced with "I'm a feminist," it's right? Just standard shithead dude. And then this is yeah. like you get a lot of this in this scene where they go to the art showing that he's invited. Oh, the art show. Yeah. Which <laughs> which I love how he 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 explains the art show. He's like, so there's an art show tonight by a feminist and she's a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. OK, yeah. We kind of expect that. But <laughs> but then, yeah, they go through the art show and. This is where you get kind of two, like two different levels of satire that are going to make people mad. One is all of the paintings and sculptures are just like shitty things of vaginas. And it's just Mm -hmm. women standing around them going, this is so empowering. This is empowering. This is empowering. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then they pull out to the bigger group of going around the room and there's just men talking at the women and not letting them speak over <laughs> like they're not letting them speak wow, at all yeah yeah <laughs> and they're just telling the women what all the art means <laughs> yeah and then and then to like to even like uh add insult to injury like the the artist she is not really into the whole scene mm-hmm. she's like i just used to like i just want to draw snatches or what does she yeah. you know yeah. she's just like yeah. I, I just want to draw snatch and then everybody was like you draw all you do is draw snatch and she's like yeah you should sell those and then i was like oh sick and <laughs> and then there's like yeah it's just and she, and she says something to the effect of like it's and i was like i started making money off it and it was a lot easier than fucking giving tug jobs at wherever <laughs> Yeah, because she's a stripper. Yeah. yeah. So that's the other thing is she's a stripper at like a, some some, you know, sh- presumably shitty strip club that she's just like yeah. jerking dudes off at. And then at some point she just decides she's going to start stripping. Right. And then everyone is like, oh, this is so empowering. And it's just going around it's the room. Yeah. It's burlesque. yeah. And she's like, no, wait, I'm stripping. Now I'm stripping. I'm stripping. <laughs> It's just, no, it's just funny because it's just it. I, I have to give the film credit. Like a lot of the times, like a lot of these indie films we watch, they have like bad sound. But I, this mm. one has pretty good sound, especially yeah, in I the mix. Agree. Like during the uh, 
d- during the performance at the club where it's the Lumineers ripoff band mm-hmm. and the one guy is playing the jug like mm-hmm. they mix the, they mix oh, yeah. the jug in so you can hear the jug properly <laughs> it is yeah. it the sounds the sounds mixed well the um overall it's shot well they definitely got creative with a lot of mm-hmm. the shots like this one and then they do this like wacky two three-way meta pov thing later mm-hmm. um that like kind of doesn't work but it was a fun idea yeah um there's some kind of bad lighting in areas but overall it's like a pretty creatively shot movie like they were trying to do a lot of things mm-hmm. on just obviously a zero budget right. yeah and the, and yeah. yeah that's another thing you have to definitely appreciate is like the way they tried to be creative where they didn't have budget to be creative like they couldn't mm-hmm. do really really great gore effects they couldn't do you know like oh a big lit space or anything like that mm-hmm. but they do these cool camera tricks and one of them is you know like we're saying in this art gallery they just start spinning the camera and like as the camera spins and this also feels very oh, improv yeah. influenced because it's mm-hmm. like as the camera spins it lands on a new skit each time yeah. it kind of stops and starts up again but yeah uh-huh. the camera is spinning and then you have the stripper stripping and you have like people just getting and she's doing like wild yeah. shit. she's like bouncing her bouncing yeah. her boobs with her pecs and like and her, then you, her manager is saying stuff like oh i just it's just great that she's owning her femininity and then as, she, as soon as she's finishing that you can hear her yell in the background i'm a dirty slut yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and her manager's like oh fuck, yeah dang. yeah she keeps they keep you could tell they're all very uncomfortable and they're trying to say things to make themselves feel better. Like the, the cognitive dissonance is kicking mm-hmm. in and they're trying to say things to make themselves feel better. And then she keeps shooting down whatever they right. say. <laughs> like she's, she's really, she's using her body for empowerment and she's like, a- I'm a dirty whore. <laughs> Something like, ah, like, ah, never mind. So yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it continues and like the camera's spinning and it's just like the audience is leaving. There is one pervert in the, in the- <laughs> <laughs> he's just sitting in the background like licking his yeah. lips and dancing which also i like before there was like apparently a scratch and sniff uh like snatch painting uh, and he was just like <laughs> waving it under his nose really quickly <laughs> just trying to gather up as yeah. much as possible <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but the killer shows up and everybody else is gone because they got tired of her stripping <laughs> so it's just yeah. her and the pervert and he just the killer just decides eh, he puts his chainsaw down grabs the knife and kills the guy mm-hmm. and then she you know the the punchline is she goes she's left by herself and she's getting ready to take her bottoms off and she's like oh does anybody want to see my snatch <laughs> <laughs> yeah like she's Aww. she just noticed everyone left and she's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to she's been doing this whole striptease thing for like i mean this scene goes on for like probably oh, so two and long. a half minutes yeah. at yeah. least there's there's 360 rotations where nothing changes it's right. just yeah. still the same 360 rotation <laughs> yeah there's a couple times like i said i thought it was really clever and and creative and like i said most of it lands but like it's probably about twice as long as it mm-hmm. needs to be yeah one of my favorite lines was there was I guess there was uh, a guy like got a boner from her dancing and, and his girlfriends were disgusted. Right. And he says, I'm hard because she's owning her owning her sexuality, not her big titties. 
Yeah, that, that's like that, on, that sums up the entire scene. That's like that's pretty much what most of the whole uh-huh. thing is about. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but the, there's there is a nice edit between like her saying, "Do you want to see my snatch?" and then it cuts to the girls, and they're like screaming now because <laughs> they're, oh, that's they're right. like getting yeah. wine drunk at the uh, at, you know this restaurant. <laughs> yeah, they're at some bar. Uh, yeah, it goes right into that one. But this is a funny scene mm-hmm. too. Yeah, this mostly the song. Right. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's Viv and Bex, and then two of their friends, and they're all getting wine drunk in a bar. And uh, the owner comes out from the back, and she's a black woman, which is important because they're racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're pretty rude and pretty codedly racist to her, to, and threatening to like review bomb her fucking uh restaurant if they don't let her if they if she doesn't let them sit there and get fucking blackout drunk on wine <laughs> yeah because she's it's like a byob place too so it's not like they're even buying booze from her yeah. like mm. they specify that and then she's like we're closed you guys gotta go and they yeah they start threatening to a you know yelp bomber or mm-hmm. whatever and yeah and they're just like absolute assholes to her and then she's like all right i guess fuck off whatever yeah. and then she goes back to the back or whatever yeah, she's like i guess i'll find something to do in the back or whatever <laughs> and this is where yeah. one of the girls says let's turn it up and they start playing this song <laughs> and the song is a made-up song but the lyrics yeah. the main hook of the song is i'm black and i'm fierce and all four yeah. of the girls are white <laughs> Yeah, extraordinarily white, and they're just hammer drunk doing that like hammer drunk white girl sway dance, yep, yep, just yep, to yep, this yep. like rap song. But the chorus is "I'm fierce and I'm black," and they're all singing it, yeah. and, they and they're all, all love it. Yeah, yeah. And and the owner comes back out to it and is just like thoroughly upset and disappointed. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this is one of the best parts of the film i think simply because mm-hmm. the killer comes in and just lays a bottle across beck's head and it is so <laughs> yeah. hard he hits her so well hard. and he, and then there's a there's a um uh in the after the credits or during yeah, the credits they do mm-hmm. they do they actually did that take like three or four times too multiple yeah. times like he i mean they have like a breakaway glass you know it looks like a pitcher or something mm-hmm. but he just cranks her in the head with yeah. it it's a it's a good it's it's a well acted little effect yeah it's well done and he just he just fucking lets her have it and then you know, stabs the rest of them with the empty bottle <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and then and oh yeah the 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 phone call phone call's great yeah mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. just ends with like the killers in the background stabbing viv i think with a, a bottle like a wine cork and mm-hmm. bex is on the phone with her dad and she's like, Daddy, somebody's trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, how much do you need? 2,000, 4,000, 6,000? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, 6,000? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut to black, she's killed. And then he's like, well, let's just make it 8,000. <laughs> the, uh, the, the headline after this was was great oh, did you yeah. notice what the headline in the, yeah. in the yeah. theater the headline yeah. is so brilliant and it just <laughs> because the 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 owner discovers all the bodies and it's mm-hmm. just a freeze frame of her face 
on like the New York Post or whatever, and it says four <laughs> angels sent to heaven by brutal thug. It's just like <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the idea is like, oh yeah, God. she was the owner. She's the thug. This black, this black woman, black. And, yeah. and she showed up, and now she's guilty. Just you know, yeah, <laughs> just so. it had to be her. And they were the biggest piece of shit, like assholes in the world and it's four angels sent to heaven by horrible or by brutal thug. Yeah. it's like it's like it's i mean obviously it's great satire uh. but it's also just like like it's a hundred percent played for laughs there's not anything serious about it but obviously the joke is is the joke is that would happen and that's the, the post yeah, the would joke put is that, that <laughs> yes a hundred percent yeah so where uh, where are we at? They do. This is the women's self defense class coming up. Yeah, they go fun. back to grief counseling for a second, and then he sends yeah. them all to karate. Yeah, class. that's right. I knew it wasn't time for spoonathon yet. It was time for not yet. <laughs> it's time for the self defense class. So yeah, the the yeah. uh, Pat, you know, after news of Vivian Beck's demise reaches the support group, uh, Pat says, "I've got a self defense class for all the women," and he mm. sends Madison and uh share to the to self-defense and it's a bunch of women standing there and oh it's lloyd kaufman as km schwartz the, the self-defense <laughs> the sen- sensei yeah he's the sensei yeah um i one other thing i thought was funny at the beginning it was something about the way he words it he's like you know obviously in the uh, you know, he's basically saying like those other girls got murdered. So he's like, uh, I've signed you all up for a woman's self-defense class. And I think all you ladies should take it or something about the way he says it is like he acts like it's this like empowered women thing. But then he's he's basically saying like all you ladies, he first of all calls them all like all of you ladies or something. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you know, insists that they, they have to take it. I I didn't write the line down, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was it, it was just it was mildly tone deaf. It was it wasn't like mm-hmm. full on uh like everything right. else. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh Lloyd Kaufman shows up as the sensei and his 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 uh only t- teaching is punch them in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the whole the whole idea is like basically they're fleecing all these women by saying like one you you all paid to show up here yeah. and we're going to act like he was like you guys are going to be you know able to defend yourself against any man Anybody. after this and then it's here's the secret punch them in the dick it hurts it hurts real yeah. bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. and then what if a woman attacks us ah well then he acts like that he'd never been asked that question right. before <laughs> like it's insane and then he goes punch him in the tw- what do you say twat yeah. snap yeah punch him punch him in the twat i think that hurts yeah, too yeah, like, he says that probably hurts yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like one girl in the background's like yeah it does <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, no refunds. Yeah. And just like walks out. God. And then it's back to Pat and he's like, ah, I'll, you know what? I'll never trust. Yeah, my, I'll never trust a flyer bad. on a coffee house court board again. <laughs> but yeah, now it's time for Spoonathon. And Spoonathon mm-hmm. is meant to be like this totally platonic. Like the, there was reports of these things like being cuddle parties uh mm-hmm. back in back in the day i don't know how much they happen that often but it's basically just making fun of that and it's just supposed to be where okay. you know people can platonically spoon and connect that way and part of pat's character is that he doesn't have a dick 
So like this is kind of the only way he can feel any yeah. kind of uh, acceptance and uh, just like intimacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I even had it written down that somewhere earlier in this movie, he said he doesn't mind not having a dick because penises can't hug. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't. <laughs> That's a T-shirt right there. Yeah, yeah he get, he actually gets sidelined on his way to Spoonathon though because Cher, who has professed her love for him multiple times, and has yeah. gone as far to say that she will murder for him. <laughs> yeah, she's a great character. We haven't mentioned yet. Um, she she's like the the like outwardly psychotic one in the group. Yeah. yeah. Her story, her story in the grief support was that this murderer who had been has been following her throughout her entire life and killing all these people that she's really grown to hate. Yeah, just mm-hmm. specifically on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah, clearly, yeah. it's clearly right. Her. She's clearly right. killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. some a murderer came to her house, killed her family and her and yeah. her sister who got more presents than her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the murderer showed up again at the orphanage <laughs> killed everybody there and then she goes on to say like she'll kill for pat and then she describes it within the terms of christmas of like she'll choke them with garland or put their body up as an ornament on a tree and it's like yeah uh, hey <laughs> this was right before this but uh oh never mind this is it's 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 a different scene before this not to interrupt but it was one of my favorite scenes in the movie is before the spoonathon thing i think it was they uh it, it's one of their last uh or it, it's maybe it's the first time or the second time that the roommate comes in is pissed at them that they're in the mm-hmm. bathtub talking mm-hmm. and she comes in and she's like why the fuck are you guys in the bathtub and they immediately just listen to her and then um just start berating mm-hmm. her and the roommate quotes that was rude i hope every member of your family dies oh yeah forgot about that one <laughs> like just to go from like they are just venting in the bathtub just kind of like being a little bit like whiny and shitty and the friend comes in is like i have to work a night shift i have to get a shower blah blah and they're like that was so rude i hope every member of your family yeah. dies i hope they all die today and just <laughs> It just like they're they're screaming and they're scream crying at her. And it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a total overreaction to what's going on. And I know and since we're we're getting ready for the uh, the cuddle fest, they said this about where the cuddle fest is being held and where the art gallery was. The art gallery used to be a church. Now it's an art gallery. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> And the, the Cuddle Fest thing used to be a rec center until they cleaned up the city. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's so it's all this, yeah, like gentrification yeah. type of yeah. thing. Like this used to have of an actual use to it. Now it's just hipsters jerking each right. other off. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's all like coded racism and gentrification. Like uh-huh. until they cleaned uh-huh. it up, you know, this used to be a Dominican <laughs> church where, but yeah. now this is a space where everybody can come. Now us white folk can come here and just meditate mm-hmm. and hang right. out. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of gentrification uh-huh. in that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it, it's time for Cuddlethon. But, you know, like I said, uh, Cher takes Pat away, you know, after professing her love in like no uncertain terms. He finally gets it. Mm. And they are off mm. and they're. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Is this. Boy, oh, boy. This is one of the more graphic sex scenes that we've done that doesn't <laughs> yeah. actually involve penetration. <laughs> 
No. no, and there's really not even any nudity necessarily, besides maybe a butt or mm-hmm. two and a fake fake mangled dick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you see the you yeah. see the bottom of Pat's cheeks, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she does say have a good line, which you we do not see her boobs. But uh, what, what's her name? The one who the murderer Cher. takes her takes him a share. Shares like now I have something to show you, my rad ass titties. <laughs> That's a great quote. Isn't that after she sits on his face or before? I think it's right right before. Yeah. I think it's right before, but yeah. Yeah. This is when Jen decided to come in and and try and watch some of this movie with me, and she was she was done. She she came in at the perfect time. Oh god, boy. Oh god. (laughs) Right when he came out from that face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's (laughs) dripping. His beard is like sopping wet. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of forgot to mention, but like Madison actually leaves the cuddle party early because she finds a sack face mask in his backpack. Important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so that takes off, that sends her off into the night. Um, but Pat explains it to share that he keeps it with him as a reminder and as a way to give himself power because he freaks out at the mask and he's like, you don't have power over me. <laughs> you can't hurt me anymore. Yeah, you could tell he was a pretty pretty much a red herring type mm-hmm. situation like from the beginning. I mean, it was it was not they weren't trying to hide right. it necessarily. I mean, you know, if you just listen to everybody's story at the beginning, like they're all suspects and that's you know and that's by yeah. design. Like everybody's mm-hmm. a suspect because they all have like some traumatic past. You know, with the exception mm-hmm. of Link who might just kill because he's spaced out, who knows. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in the in the process of lovemaking, Cher puts the mask on to help him get over mm-hmm. his fear, <laughs> and w- winds up ri- riding him reverse cowgirl on his face, wearing the sack face mask. <laughs> it's a, it's whole a thing. thing. Yeah, there's it's like, thing. there's close ups of like the googly eyes mm-hmm. that are like they're falling like down her cheeks, right. and oh man, it's just great. It's just great. Yeah, but as you said, Pat comes up with. You know, just his face dripping, just covered in. I don't. I don't even know what they used. I don't think it was straight water because it looked like there was some color to it. Yeah, there was like a a slightly uh, opaque nature yeah, to it. Yeah, it was opaque and viscous in a way. So <laughs> it was definitely viscous. Yes. Yeah, I would. I would call it maybe perhaps a perhaps a watered down oat milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. They're in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Easy access to oat yeah. milk. Uh, but now that he's satisfied her, it's his time. And, right. you know, <laughs> this is where we get the money shot of what does his mangled dick look like? <laughs> well, f- but, but first so he says, graphic. first he's trying to like, he's trying not to do it because it's kind of weird mm-hmm. for him. He says, seeing you happy makes my heart come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's basically trying to talk her out of it. And he even says, yes, he doesn't want to deal yeah. with it. And he even says, like, it's going to be shocking to you kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, he's nervous. Yeah. yeah. And it, so you're really questioning whether you're going to actually see it, because like I said, there there you ha- we there has been some 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 nudity up to this point, but no- nothing full frontal. There's just been, you know, boobs and a couple butts or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, and then they re- the reveal of the mangled dick is... Oh, is, my God. It may be worse. Th- and it's a joke, but it's... Something about it is disturbing. So, this is where it's definitely a trauma movie. And I I 
want to ask somebody at some point, was this a reshoot or an added shoot? Because like you're saying, it's so graphic. It's so in your face because it <laughs> covers the entire frame. Yeah. It's and huge. I think, and I think yeah. part of it covering the entire frame is that it was shot at a different time at a different location. Cause the lighting's different too. Like the, the lighting in the room, there's like a red, there's like a red light coming from the side that kind of illuminates them. I could see that. I could see it being shot in a completely different yeah. setting um, because it keeps zooming in on it. And there's never like a, I think also, again, this being a really low budget movie and like I me mean, not being a practical effects expert at all, but like the way it's shot there would have had to have been some pretty, pretty uh, heavy duty prosthetics mm -hmm. to have that on the actor with any type of, of wider frame. Right. Yeah. So maybe they just needed to zoom in on it that much to make oh. it seem like it was part of right. him. Yeah. So like basically a cut, like you never see a full body of Pat with this on. So like, right. yeah. It, and I think that's, that's kind of what leads me to believe maybe it was a reshoot and maybe even it was part of getting distributed with trauma that they gave them mm. a little extra money to add this yeah. in because it seems it's it seems so true so trauma that's a good point because yeah there's there's a not a lot of other like trauma gross out uh humor mm -hmm. Until this point, and this, then it hits. It's hits really hard. This thing looks infected. Yeah. like it, it, it is. It is like it's got tubes. It <laughs> looks like it. It was never treated. No, you know what I mean. It looks like someone got their dick hacked off. And it's raw. Well, yeah, I, I, the, the, this is what it reminded me of. It's like if you boil a brat for a long time yeah. and, and the casing like ruptures yeah. and then all the inside like kind of prolapses <laughs> out if you will and at the like same time there's chicken veins kind of going through the block yeah. and you just yeah. and you just break those off too because fuck it why not it is graphic. see i saw a tree oh, a pink tree God. stump in a in a bunch of moss so well, there is, but there is like a lot of hair and stuff, but there's also like a lot of scarring and it's like kind of almost like ballooned right. out. In a weird yeah, way. it definitely, yeah, it definitely has like this exploded hot dog as you explained it, as you explained it. Exploded on. He's got a real ripper, if you will. <laughs> uh, but the, the way he gets the climax, though, is that he gets told that he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so fucking nice. You're the nicest fucking guy I've ever seen. And he's like getting all he's like, yeah, yeah, getting off yeah, through on emotional it. validation. That's yeah. what, how he gets his. <laughs> but then yeah. there's a close up of just like it leaking <laughs> fucking cum. It leaking is the right word. Here's yeah. what it looks like. It looks like it was like infected and then just like uh uh like a boil popped yeah. or something because it just looks like pus it doesn't even look like cum yeah. it looks like this pus just is like oozing out of like multiple spots yeah. it's where so it's like it's rubs. <laughs> it doesn't i wouldn't even say it looks like ejaculation as much no. as something ruptured right. it's definitely it's definitely it's in the line of a doctor like a tumor, yeah. a tumor it's definitely in the line of a doctor pimple popper video <laughs> 
Yes, it does. It looks like a YouTube freaking pimple popper video more than it looks like someone calling. It's fucking so gross. And and uh, the contrast to the rest of the movie is what makes it so right. effective. You're just like, oh my fucking yeah, because at this point nothing has been this terrible. <laughs> no, no, not even close. No. Not yeah. even close. During the scene, though, like you're also getting flashes of of the killer in the cuddle party, and he's killing. Like he's mm-hmm. killing people mm-hmm. in the background. You have the fake feminist, and he's like telling this uh, woman at the cuddle party that like how awesome she is, how cool she is. And then like, he's also pulling his dick out. <laughs> I'm just going to hot dog he, your butt cheeks. Just relax. But he's, but he's explaining that he's not pulling right. his dick out, but then that he has pulled yeah. his dick out. And like, <laughs> he just keeps saying things he's not going to do, but then that he has done them, but it's not, it's his, already happening. It's already yeah. happening. And it's, it's a good thing. And he's just like, like I say, he's kind of like gaslighting her, but she's just like rolling her eyes, but is also like, this guy's a fucking creep. And yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely like she it's something that she's come to expect from the kind of men who go to these things. Of, That's yes. a good way of putting yeah, it. Of yeah. being, oh, it's yeah. just another predator, fake feminist type of guy. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've already pulled my dick out and I just wanted to save you like the emotional uh, baggage of not having to tell me no so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just all this like rationalization that he's yeah, doing it's, and this is where we get the line about like i don't think any men should penetrate a vagina until you know That's a woman a, is president yeah. but then follows it up basically with uh, i'm sorry i shot a load down your butt crack <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh god but, so yeah you get one of the killers is killing killing in the background and then also obviously kills this guy and then you know it kills the kills the yeah. woman as well everybody mm-hmm. but at the same time you get the reveal that there's another killer because there's a killer in the room with pat and Cher, and he comes up mm-hmm. behind pat and cuts his balls off from behind oh i didn't even <laughs> Pick yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. With like, isn't it like scissors it's or like garden shears, shears or yeah. something? Garden yeah. shears. And he cuts his balls and he's like, my testicles. <laughs> and then stabs him in his good it just, eye. It goes. <laughs> it just oh, goes, I know. It just goes so trauma mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Oh, you know? Pat. <laughs> stabs him in his good eye. And then this is, that sets off Sharon. You actually get a pretty decent fight scene between the two of them. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She held she held her own pretty well mm-hmm. with him. And it turns mm-hmm. even into because she's she's murdered too. Right, yeah. You know, she she can yeah. do this. Yeah, you, you don't deny the character that has murdered. And like she winds up biting his yeah. fingers off and you get like this funny Looney Tunes framing of you you see them behind the bed and you're looking over the top of the bed and they're like popping up from behind the bed in different situations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just like they might as well have been wrestling in a cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pulling heads back in. Get back. I'm trying to escape. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more Looney Tunes gags after traumatic penis injury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you get it revealed that there's two killers. They chase Madison in what Brian was talking about before. They're, they try a kind of POV at the same time. And this this feels like a, a planned kind of sketch shooty mm-hmm. thing of like, mm-hmm. we're going to try to do this one shot. And you have the v- 
POV of the two killers as they chase Madison through like just uh, I don't know like a shitty warehouse or a thrift shop or something. Yeah, it's like she's out on the street and it's Madison's POV, and she sees them both coming down like opposite sides of the so- sidewalk. So she goes into this, yeah, some sort of warehouse workshop, you know, whatever. But then there's the through the through the mask POV, but each eye is like the different killers pov mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. think i think it, it was supposed to be like the the pov is cut in kind of like a triangle so they're trying to make you think it's like the way the killer would see through the mask that it would marry yeah. together That's in your got, eyesight yeah. but it kind of sort of winds up looking like two separate eyes yeah so it, yeah it, it doesn't play exactly as well but you, you get a couple and also like where they're shooting is like really poorly lit because it's well that's the thing too it becomes really hard to see you see figures but it becomes hard to see who they are or what they're doing right there there's like there's a couple of effective moments where like the each killer is looking at madison from a different perspective and you yeah. can see her movement move at the same time yeah but then it breaks down at other times where like, and it's, I think it's especially at the very end, they there there's, I think there's some trick editing in there, but like Madison wasn't timed properly mm-hmm. and she was doing a different action from uh, like when she's standing over the, the one killer, she downs and is pulling off their mask. She's mm-hmm. moving at a different speed and like doing a different action than what you see in the other killer's eyes. So it doesn't, yeah, yeah it doesn't, it, it's not, completely effective but like it's kind of a cool idea like it's yeah it's a good example of like it, it was like the the spinning shot they did earlier like mm-hmm. it was good but it's just like um they didn't pull it off 100 like percent. Right. maybe they yeah. let, it, let it go too long and this instance like it wasn't synced up perfectly but yeah it was it was still and interesting. i'll be honest like from in my brain i this is the first time i realized there was more than one killer i didn't pick it up down at the cuddle fest so when once I started seeing multiple eyes chasing her through the, then I realized, oh fuck, there's more than one. Now I get well, it. And the the big reveal was supposed to be when she's out on the street, but to Steve's point, it was so poorly lit that I actually had to rewind yeah, it like thirty it. seconds to go back and see, like, oh, was that yeah, was that a mask? Because you could barely tell they had a mask mm-hmm. on in the dark, like yeah, from the distance. I miss that. Yeah, because I mean they're mm-hmm. uh, they're gorilla shooting on the streets of brooklyn or wherever you know in, yeah, they, in they new york no permits right yeah <laughs> they're doing frank hennon lauder shit they can't <laughs> they can't mm-hmm. get no permits for no ten thousand watt lights <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that's a dead giveaway that's how you attract the cops putting up a big damn giant light <laughs> yeah so yeah but it, it works well enough but yeah madison you know winds back up in her safe space in the tub and her uh room she's like complaining to her roommate but then she realizes, oh, her roommate's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Been dead the whole time. Been yeah. Dead. Yeah, a, a, a sack face comes in, knocks her out, and she wakes up, and she's now in a support group of sack faces. <laughs> <laughs> they all got the same exact mask on, yeah. Yeah. This is the big reveal. The big reveal is that all of these sack faces are 
the the friends and family of the victims of the pizza boys that were all killed in the first slash inning movie. <laughs> yeah. I good, had so much a, fun with that. I really yeah. did. That was so yeah, it was a good twist. Yeah. yeah. I Especially for, for me, like not having seen the first one, it actually, I think might even play better yeah. not having seen the first one mm-hmm. right. because you're like, Oh, there's two killers. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's some scream shit. Oh no, there's a whole bunch of killers. It's a whole support group of killers that were all, <laughs> Yeah friends and family sent to their death by your asshole dad you know papa sang <laughs> sangatelli or whatever yeah. his freaking name yeah. is and they can't get to him because he's dead so now they're gonna go they gotta get to you that's it right yeah yeah and then it, it was just an opportunity that they also have like the explanation that like all the other people were just like whiny people who didn't have actual problems Mm-hmm. you know so it was just best to kill them as well too <laughs> yeah so the whole idea was like yeah it's kind of you know this is the uh this is the working class you know coming up to to say yeah. like f- fuck you to the like privileged people who you know we've heard enough about your problems your privileged problems kind of thing mm-hmm. but, yeah uh, the whole time though madison is taped to a chair and she is loosening the tape as everybody's telling their sob story about how their pizza <laughs> pizza guy fucking relative or whatever died. He was he was working to open a bait shop. He was trying they were trying to put in an above ground pool. <laughs> well, the thing is, they're specifically trying to tell like super like white trash yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like he was saving up for an above ground pool. Yeah, or like he was gonna he like the first guy was like working three jobs while he was learning how to code or something, mm-hmm. and then the next next guy is wanted to put an above ground pool and then the next guy said you know i forget there was something he was saving up for something and there's like a again. woman there's a woman that's mad because now 60 percent of her kids are fatherless yeah yeah he's <laughs> yeah. he was the father Two guys died and that <laughs> made, made almost 60 percent of her kids fatherless yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's all yeah it's it's all again you know, lower class stories that you would expect. Yeah, it's like poverty problems. Yeah. It went from like your rich people problems, and now the you know the 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 working class is going to you know be at the forefront, and then they start taking talking about their problems, and they're all like stereotypical poor people problems. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Things that also could have been solved with like you know better choices. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Madison gets free, and. She oh she gets the claw from one of the <laughs> slashing sack faces, which is intentionally oh, comically just made of like aluminum foil, yeah. aluminum foil and cardboard. Right. Like it and it's not just a knife. They they make it like it's a it's almost like a some medieval looking like weapon. a Bruce Lee kind of like mm-hmm. a Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an Enter yeah, the Dragon know. Claw. Enter, yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's like the Enter the Dragon Claw. But if you were to make that when you were 12. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she gets she gets the flash. Do you see as soon as we said enter the dragon, Steve chugged his soju. <laughs> yeah. I was just checking to see if it was empty. It was. <laughs> I didn't see that. There wasn't any left. Was any like left. <laughs> but yeah, she she gets the flash in her mind, and it's it's you know <laughs> Sensei Schwartz or Sensei Dyson, whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. And it's you know Lloyd Kaufman reminding her. Punch him in the dick. <laughs> he says she, it in this like ghostly way yeah. too. Punch him in the dick. And she does. And she does. She goes. Yeah. One, they don't move. They don't do anything. She just walks around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, 
in Bruce Lee fashion. She just takes them one by one. They don't. <laughs> no, no one moves. No one adjusts. Yeah. No one adjusts. No one attacks. And the, I think it's also because like they only got a couple takes of her punching the oh. dick with the mm-hmm. blood falling. So like anytime it cuts to the reverse shot of her punching in the dick. Yeah. You can tell it doesn't match with the action that she just took. Because, like, th- sometimes she does, like, a bowling ball wind-up to fucking punch yeah, him in yeah. the dick. <laughs> but, like, all of, all of the reverse shots is just, like, a straight, you know, forward punch. Yeah. So, yeah, they only got a couple of those shots. So, they recycle that a bit. But, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just her punching the dick over and over and over <laughs> until she gets to the last one. And, like, you even hear one of them, though, at some point go, ow, my dick. And then another one goes, <laughs> ow, my twat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was one that says ow my twat. <laughs> and then her her ultimate like her culmination line, right, is is like something along the lines of I'm sorry, but nobody wants to hear stories about poor people. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I mean she she does a little more more dispatching with a machete and in the chainsaw. Uh but it ends with the guy from her original support group, Ben. Yeah. He, she's cradling him in her arms with the and, son, the dead son. Yeah, the guy with the dead son who may or mm-hmm. may not be dead if it depending on perception. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But he is, you know, he he's giving his final words of, you know, like the stories of the working class will rise up. And that's when Madison says, yeah, nobody wants to hear stories about poor people and then stabs him. <laughs> yeah. Such a fun movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. fun. The uh, the acoustic version of I'm fierce and I'm black. Yeah. At oh, the end the is end. So, so much great. better. Oh, yeah. I love it. So you can really great. hear it. It's so I'm good. I'm sad it's a fake. It's, I'm sad it's a fake song. I would. I would have that. Well, the the I, like I said in, in the just few minutes of the first one that I watched, there is a uh, within the first you know five or ten minutes in the movie, there is two women in a car, clearly singing about like doing like a really shitty, very similar quality parody of like a Taylor Swift song, mm-hmm. and it's like. I'm I'm, I'm going to butcher it because I didn't write it down or anything, but it was something along the lines of like, we're broken up. What makes you think we're not broken up? I deleted him <laughs> from my phone. I'm definitely not going to get back with him. Like this whole thing. It's, it just reminded me so much of that. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a couple other fake songs in this, uh, that like the lyrics are a little harder to hear, but they're there. But, yeah. Yeah. It, they're, there's definitely a good amount of just, you know, doing jokes with songs and like you get jokes from every angle. You get physical Mm -hmm. comedy, you get satire, you get parody songs, you get prop comedy. What more can you ask for? Nothing. Literally nothing. This was so satisfied. So satisfied. (laughs) This is a great, like weeknight watch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was an, like an hour and 20 hour. It's like under an hour and 30 minutes. I think Mm -hmm. just like tight, funny stupid you could definitely like look at your phone for five minutes and come back and be totally fine totally fine <laughs> yeah this is a great 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 weeknight watch thanks yeah. steve you're welcome mm-hmm. quit gaslighting us you asshole <laughs> what i did the i did the good thing for you <laughs> what's know, gonna happen I'd... if he wins three times in a row i might oh still do God. a good thing i don't know 
Yeah, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. see what's around. <laughs> Speaking of uh, if Steve's going to win the next time around, let me remind you out there, uh, go check on the social medias. If you're listening to this on uh, Monday when it comes out, eh, it might be a couple of days. Usually we post, post it out there like midweek, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday type situation. Um, but uh, yeah, go in there and vote. Let us know which of the three potential topics for the showdown episode for next month uh, you might want to hear us talk about. As a reminder, maybe you can noodle around the old brain on what you're going to what you're going to vote for. Or if you have specific movies um, that you want to suggest that we check out, that might be a good pick for whatever topic wins. Uh, send them our way on the social medias as well. Um, again, they're found footage, neo monster flicks. And redneck shenanigans, uh, which, if I had to guess, I feel like that might be the the leader in the clubhouse. Vote for redneck shenanigans. That might be the leader in the clubhouse. I don't know. People like found footage. Although it's a little polarized. A lot of people do like found footage. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see who pick pick that. If you don't want Steve to three peat, boo, because he is going to try to get cute with it and it ain't going to work. <laughs> also, um, I only have like a repertoire of like four films that I like. In- <laughs> Two of them are Hell House movies, I think. <laughs> Oh, the hell! Think of the Hell House franchise. Jesus, that goes batshit, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Um, that's a fun franchise. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, as mm. always, you know, go follow us on the social medias if you want to get in on all this nonsense. It's you know, basically at Halloween's Forever on whatever the fuck social media uh, that 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 you that you utilize. Like I said, mostly we're on the TikToks and the Twitters, though. Um, all right, anything else? I I, I want to just say one last thing, kind of about Brandon basham and Mm, what's next for him uh they are in the process of making a new movie called bring on the damned and it is meant to be a collection of five short scary stories but they're also going to be musicals oh (laughs) that sounds fantastic that sounds fun also once again produced and starring lloyd kaufman so (laughs) can't go wrong with uncle lloyd um yeah interesting that this this ended up feeling very trauma-esque although it's like doesn't necessarily have all the hallmarks of 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 a trauma movie Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess if if uncle lloyd's gonna show up it's gonna it's gonna have trauma written all over it so yeah a lot of fun check it out on the tubies while you're there watch everything else on tubi you won't be literally tubi even when it hands you uh, and just a just a just a handful of shit, just a big messy mangled dick of a movie. <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be better off for and it. You know what? Then just leave it on and let it pick the next movie for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. To be giveth and to be taketh away. Mm-hmm. We have said this once. We've said this once. We've said it a thousand times. To be, do not question it. To mm-hmm. be works in mysterious ways. It always knows what's best for you. Always. <laughs> Even if you don't think you like it. Even right. if you don't think you like it, you're wrong. You're if wrong. you don't think you like it, there's a good possibility it's giving you a punishment film. Yeah, because you deserve it. For your insolent what friends. People, what do you, what do you, like Jesus people say? They say like, God uh, that won't give you more than you can more handle than, or something. something like That's that. what Tubi does as well. Yeah. It does the same things. It's, <laughs> all, it's the real, it's the once, it's the once in future savior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's real. All right. 
and it's <laughs> it's real, which makes it um, you know way uh, better. My my uh, my personal Lord and Savior. <laughs> um, all right, guys, uh, that was a lot of fun. Join us next week for another motherfucking mini minisode. Uh, once again. Thank you, it's Mr. Bigfoot Benjamin, hey. for joining us on the podcast. That Always was, fun to have you. It was so much fun. Um, I'd love to come back anytime. Mm-hmm. Meg is Meg will be here, I'm sure, next time. Uh, she's done drinking blood. She's done ba- eating babies. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe not. She back. might. She might be in a a Bulgarian prison right now, <laughs> and for the next ten years. She's in, is she in Iceland right now? She, she might be in Iceland right now. <laughs> that fucking bitch. Hey, are you bitch. saying Meg got taken for? <laughs> <laughs> may, may or may not have gotten taken for. <laughs> All right. Come back next episode to see if Megan got out of a Chechnyan prison. Uh, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Ben. I'm two time champ Steve. Also, Suju champ. See you champ. later. Shut up. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.